G'day. In this week's episode of Dad Game, we touch on some mental health subjects and note this recording is made during World Mental Health Week. To make a big impact on yourself and others, please talk about how you're feeling and listen to others if they want to have a chat. Go to lookafteryourmentalhealthaustralia.org.au for further information, support and events. And as always, seek further help if needed. After making a big impact for yourself and others, you can also help make a very little impact on our environment by choosing one or many of the items available at Ocean Soul. We thank Ocean Soul for their support of this podcast and you can check out all their products and order online at their website ocean-soul.com.au or on Facebook Ocean Soul AU. Cheers. And you are listening to the most coolest podcast your ears have heard. So put your paws and claws and I guess hands together for my dad, Dallas and his mate Jono and Dad Game Pod. Thanks for listening. Time for the talking to begin. Hey, mate. Uh, how are you going? Um, what are you drinking? Uh, great Northern. Great good beer. Great Northern. I think... I reckon a great Northern. It's one of those unoffensive bit. It's like that mate that you're really happy to hang out with. He's not the life of the party, but he'll just, you know, just get you through the night. Really casual, really <laughs> unoffensive. Yeah. So just a yeah, really nice. good bloke. Yeah. yeah, yeah what about you? What if, I can't see yours there. What's that? Um, I'm actually drinking an Asahi. It's uh, for some, I, I just love them out of a stubby. Um, it's a bit of a celebratory drink actually this week. Nice. Yeah. What are you um, celebrating? Well, you know, back off the back of last week, we set ourselves some challenges and um, as discussed, you know, go through those have done um, lists and things. So uh, definitely on the Friday, just gone, you know, really ticked off a few of those things um, and, and wrote that list out that I've achieved. So tonight Good. I'm talking about it as a celebratory drink, still doing the swimming challenge as well. So um, oh, just, just something that um, happy to have a beer tonight, chat to you, but uh, awesome. you know, celebrating those little wins. Also, um, got my second jab a couple of days ago. So that's really good. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So fully vaxxed now. And, um, what is it? Second jab feeling fab. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 in preparation for this podcast, standing in the line and thinking, okay, a bit of, you know, mini, um, meditation, or just take some time out, look up from, you know, what I'm normally doing and, and just have a look at some people, people watch and those sorts of things. So yeah, yeah, that was, it was good to, to pause for a moment while I, I think I'm doing something good for the, for the community. <laughs> you know, it's funny how you said um, today you were in the room and you, you sort of tried to have a listen and, just, and look around and, and things and take it all in. Yep. I did the same thing, even though we haven't spoken about this, but I had to wait for quite a long time. I had a huge lineup outside before even getting into like the hub where we had to go and do it. And I tried so hard. I did, I brought headphones, but didn't use them. And I tried really hard not to get on my phone because there's about probably, you know, 50 to hundred people in front of me and everybody was on the phone, which is fair enough. Cause you've got to kill a lot of time. Yep. And I tried really hard to do a little, little bit of breathing, a um, little bit of just looking around, sort of taking things in. Cause I think that's one of my goals at the moment is just, to enjoy not you can't really enjoy going and getting the jab but 
in, you know, just taking your surroundings a little bit more yep. instead of passing the time doing that. And I actually felt pretty good about it. Yeah. They're under the, the underrated thing in life is people watching, watching other people oh, yeah. is, is I'm, amazing. I'm a huge people watcher. I'm actually a big fan in Italy. If you've ever gone to Italy or over in some of those European countries, you go to the cafes and all the seats face out. So, yes. you know, over here we'll face each other Yeah, and they all face the road or the, um, the, the footpath and yep. that's purely because they like watching the world go by and all the people go by because yep. I know we've got lots of Italian listeners if you listen back to episode one absolutely so while you're drinking your limoncello or your short blacks <laughs> you can just watch people walk past there's a there is a theme yeah. no, you're a long black aren't you I had a short black the other night yeah I lovely texted you. it was good it's um it's actually a really good sort of segue into you know what we sort of wanted to speak about this week particularly about pausing and and, yep. and uh, I suppose you could call it mini meditation um, and there's lots of different names for these things, but you know, what you can do or what people are doing around pausing and, and it's become, you know, really popular. It's probably verging on, you know, the status, status of almost being cool, um, now to oh, meditate yeah. and to take time out, you know, um, there are people like, um, LeBron James and, uh, Steph Curry and these sorts of people, you know, so people huge followers, uh, you know, really influential, they're brands unto themselves who are um, speaking, you know, really openly about their meditative and, and pausing and, uh, you know, skill sets. So yeah, it's, it's a yeah. good, you know, there's so many different ways to do it as we'll talk about it, but um, a great little segue, I suppose, into, into, into what we wanted to discuss this week. Well, that's right. I think we'll title this podcast, uh, pausing, or I was thinking the other day, maybe we call it tactical pausing, just because, you know, being dads, you've got to really take the moment when you can or plan mm. it out even. Mm. Um, sometimes I suppose you'll look out for yourself a little bit first and you can take the pauses when they come. But I, I find being a dad of two, you know, really young boys, it's super busy all the time and you sort of need to plan it out. So plan out a morning, you're going to do it. I, I prefer to do this sort of stuff in the morning, um, but not always does it work out that way. And some people do it before bed, but yeah, even like putting a reminder in your phone or something yeah. and saying, take the time to do this. I, I read a book recently and they had the quote in there, not a quote, like an idea in there saying, put it in your phone and uh, just have the reminder, say, take 10 yep. and say every day or give me 10 or something like that. And you might, you might be at work and it might be on your lunch break and you, you forget, but then your phone comes up with it and you're like, okay, that's good. And yeah, you'd be, um, you'd be better off for it. Yeah. I, I think, um, and it doesn't take long to Google pausing meditation, mini meditation, you know, mindfulness, mm. you can Google any of those um, subject titles and it is so full of, you know, there's so many different websites and ideas and, and, and various um, sort of options that people can take. Um, I think it's also worth sort of saying that we, we probably feel that this um, episode will be done in sort of two parts. Um, so there's the pausing, there's the, the sort of insular process of, of taking time out for yourself. And then next week we want to, you know, really discuss um, then being present, you know, that sort yep. of second thing. So once you come out and um, a bit of an analogy and people who know me well enough know, I love an analogy um, and this one's not a sporting one, but um, it's a little bit like, I think pausing and then being present is a little bit like the old um, face mask that will drop down from the, um, you know, in the airplane, you know, in case of emergency, you're always told that you must put on the oxygen mask 
for yourself first before you can attempt to um, help others. And I think why that's really relevant is because pausing or taking time out for yourself before you attempt to solve problems around you, you know, if you go straight into problem solving mode, or if you go straight into sort of fix it, you know, you've not taken the chance to really, you know, fill yourself up with the oxygen or, or, you know, fill yourself up with what you need. So, um, and I think as dads, I think as males, um, you know, being the provider, being, you know, all these sort of old school sort of theories about what Mm. we're supposed to be. um, You you often go into problem solving mode to the point where my wife always says, you know, just can you listen and stop solving my problem? I get that all the Um, time. I think, yeah, it comes with the marriage certificate. Um, But I think, you know, that's a lesson in pausing in itself. Um, Mm. In in stop trying to solve the issues because at the moment I can't anyway because she, you know, she doesn't want me to. Um, no. And I imagine having a daughter, you know, she's going to grow up very, very similar to my wife. So <laughs> I'm going to have to learn how to pause first, put that oxygen mask on. And then next week we can talk about really being present in, in the moment. So that's, that's an awesome analogy. And it's actually something I probably struggle with a lot is taking time. I mean, I take time for myself in the fact that I'll exercise. And we've talked about that last week and I'll try to do my mindfulness or some meditation and, even like I've got a 25 minute commute basically to work up and back and that's sort of my time too. But when I'm at home, I try really hard, probably too hard to put everyone else first. So it's all, I'm packing up, following everything around. I'm trying to make things as easy for my wife as possible because she's got the kid, um, kids or one of the boys during the day. So when I'm home, I'm busily rushing around trying to, you know, clean up or do the dishwasher or do the cooking and all of that stuff mm. because I don't, I feel so guilty if I went away for 10 minutes yeah, and and it'll be fine. Like if I said to my wife, "I'm just going away for ten minutes to meditate," because she does that, uh, she'd be fine, hundred percent. But I just feel so bad leaving her on her own with the two boys, especially mm. if she's had them all day. And it's probably something I should try a little bit harder to do. But yeah. it's it's trying to drop that guilt, even though, as you say, if I went and did that, I'd probably then come back and be much more effective yeah. in, in the next couple of hours before they go to bed, say after work, and instead of sort of just pushing through and being on edge and, and being a bit frazzled and tired and probably not being the most mindful or the most um, dedicated, yeah. uh, what's the word? Yeah. In yeah. I think being, time. Um, if you've ever heard of the dad game podcast, um, you know, <laughs> those two blokes are going to give you some great handy hints <laughs> and techniques on, on how to do that. But that's exactly why we wanted to chat about all this sort of stuff is because we clearly have a long way to go in order to be even remote, um, practitioners of this sort of stuff not even never going to be experts as we've said but um already you know um knowing that you want to challenge yourself in this space um and i want to challenge myself in this space is is we're already ticking the boxes um mindful.org is a great just just a website um you, you can imagine what the website's about of course but yep. um one thing on that it just just spoke about and i'm paraphrasing but it just so taking a moment to pause or mini meditation, often a lot of people focus a hell of a lot on just getting rid of that outer noise, you know, so going yeah. into a room, being quiet, you know, turning off things, you know, but the challenge that they sort of set through that is to really start to just find a way to silence the inner noise. So once you're in that space, how to get yourself to, you know, shutting down those, those thoughts and those problem solving um, moments. 
So, you know, yes, it's all good and well to find a quiet room. It's all good and well to find that space and absolutely recommended by everybody. But it, it, you know, what I struggle with then is shutting the rest down um, because again, you feel like you need to be in that. And I think you were sort of saying to me just the other day about some breathing sort of stuff that not only you were doing, but maybe even putting some, some of your school kids through or whatever, but um, yeah, what were those sort of breathing things? Cause I think yeah. so often that's what's recommended um, to once you get into your quiet space, that's how you can really develop, you know, silencing the inner sort of noise. Well, that's it. See, I, as I was saying before, I, I, I probably should go away and do some more time meditating for 10 to 20 minutes sort of thing. But really, if you're not getting that time, I am really trying hard to do some belly breathing. And then there's another one too, I'll talk about in a minute called um, alternate nostril breathing. So I even do this with the kids at school and we started it um, recently where if I say to you right now, or people who are listening at the moment, if I say, take one big breath in, preferably through your nose and just, and hold it, do your shoulders and your chest, do they fill up and go nice and big and nice and high? Cause I did this the first time and I said, yes, yeah, they do. Yep. yep, I did just then. That's wrong. Like Uh you're not supposed to breathe like that. And this is, I'm reading a really cool book at the moment called um, breath by James Nestor. And I'm not very far into it, so I probably can't talk to it too much, but it's, it does start off saying, and, and the video I show the kids at school too, it says the same thing. The humans have forgotten how to breathe correctly. And so what you're supposed to do is when you just another long list of things I've forgotten how to do, by the way, (laughs) so breathing, I'll add that one to the list. The easiest thing we do in life that you don't think about, but if you breathe in your nose and you, you, the idea is that you fill your belly up, your chest and your your shoulders are supposed to stay still. I really hope I'm doing this right. And just taught taught the rest of Australia not to breathe properly, but breathe in your nose, get your belly out nice and big. It's hard to do while I'm talking. by the way, people listening are just going to hear for the next few minutes just some heavy breathing, breathing. between two mates. So it is very reflective of the phone calls. The first we, time. Yeah, the phone calls we used to make to each other. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to start again. Then. So I yeah. am going to. I'll, I'll breathe along with you, and we'll try not to make this a silent I'll do, podcast. I'll do the talking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. So breathe in your nose, fill your belly up. Once that's as full as you can get, like a big fat balloon, then just you can breathe out your nose, which is preferable, but breathe out your mouth too. And just deflate your whole belly, but try and keep your shoulders and your chest up. And doing that over and over again is it's a massive like stress release. And I do it at school with the kids. They'll come in from a break time and they're heightened and they're buzzing and they're trying to talk a million miles an hour. But then I say, right, here we go, belly breathing. I put the video on, it goes for about five minutes. And then they get it's like I can get straight into the lesson after five minutes that you can just see the stress and the, some of the anxiety and the excitement just all just go out of their bodies and they become relaxed. They become focused. Mm. I found this stuff, um, some information today on medical news today, and it's a website and belly breathing. They're saying some of the benefits are obviously strengthening the diaphragm, improving stability in the core muscles. It slows your breathing rate. It actually lowers your heart rate and your blood pressure. And it even promotes relaxation, as I was just saying before. And you can feel it happen. Like it's almost like mm. you breathe out all of your anxiety or you, yeah, you breathe out all of that sort of tension that you've got. Yep. So what yeah, I, do, I, almost, I almost tuned out then. Sorry, Jono, I got so zen. So uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> I um, even I've found like, cause I don't find that much time to do it unless I pencil it in. You could do it in the shower. You could do it driving the car as long as you don't zone out too much. Mm. And even at work, like if it's lunchtime or you, you know, you eat outside or something like that, you can do it anytime. Yeah. So you, you've just got to think about it while you do it. 
the other one I was talking about before is um, alternate nostril breathing. So it does the same thing, mm-hmm. but you're breathing in and out your nose this time. So you don't even need your mouth. But if you cover one nostril okay, and you breathe in, this might sound terrible to the people listening, but breathe in one nostril yeah. and then hold it, close that nostril back off, open the other one up and breathe out that nostril. And then do yeah, the same wow. thing. And then you can alternate. You can breathe it in the other one. I, I just, just realised I had a slightly blocked left nostril. <laughs> you will. Well, that's that's the same for me. I've, I've got a deviated septum, which my wife my wife listened to our first two podcasts and she's behind me, probably my my harshest critic. But she goes, geez, you can hear the nasalness in the nasal, nasal, what's the word? Nasalness in your voice? Nasal, knee, knee, knee voice. Geez, your voice is nasally. Yeah, yep. that, that word. I can't even say it. So if I'm getting it fixed up, I'm getting a getting an operation in January. So if we've got all our listeners, if they just hold on till about Feb, I reckon um my voice will become not. I might have a Barry White type voice after that. That's part of our okay, shtick though. It's Dallas yeah. and it's Dallas and the nasal boy and the nasal dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. But yeah, so they're they're the two things that I've learned recently, and man, they work really well. Yeah. So you, you were talking. Pull it out. Yeah, uh, it's so good. And, and you were just saying then it's like, it's funny because we don't compare notes before these. We just sort of talk about the topics, but you're just yeah. saying that about when you're finding the time. And one of the things I actually jotted down this time around was, um, and again, just through some research during the week, pausing during natural transitions is a, is a really highly recommended thing, not only for um, really busy business people, but um, actually for parents. And it was actually discussed um, for parents as, as something. So we're all busy doing things. And often what we'll find is that, you know, you go from being Jono, the workmate to Jono, the parent, but you don't, you don't recognize the, the, the natural transition where it takes So getting in and out of the car going and lifting some weights, um, going for a walk with the dog. And in those moments where you're transitioning from, you know, one hat to the other, they're actually saying that's when you can actually start to do your breathing or start to do your mini meditation. So um, I read about that a couple of days ago and um, I'm still a couple of days from finishing my 21 days of swimming that we spoke about last episode. And so it takes about 20 minutes or 25 minutes all up to do that, that kilometer of swimming I actually found that I could not so much the breathing because you, you know, I'll drown. I think if I try too hard to do different (laughs) breathing, but I actually just really was zoning out and really finding that natural transition in my day from getting home from work to go for the swim before I then put the family hat back on and actually found that I probably got a solid six to eight minutes where I literally zoned out and was just touching the wall, you know, every 25 meters. So um, you were saying sort of where you find the time and that, that goes back to not always having to remove the outer noise. So not always having to find a space for this, um, a YouTube clip that you can, it goes for like 10 seconds. I'm probably the last person on earth to see it. Um, mm. it was back in 2012. So again, proving what we're talking about tonight is hardly new. LeBron <laughs> James actually meditating in a timeout in a basketball game. So you think about it, right? Biggest basketball star, you know, American loud crowds. Um, you know what it's like, um, yeah. the announcers, the adverts, the flashing lights, everything. And he was just able to sit and, and you can see him breathing. Um, I yeah. think from memory, mouth closed through nose, eyes closed, just whatever it was. Now I can't, you know, it'd be nice to actually go back and find, you know, was it through a, 
were they just down a few points or was he having a bad game or I'm not sure, you know, what the, what the reason, but you know, someone like him who, who has everything on him at all time. And it would be, you know, pretty easy to excuse somebody like that to be, you know, amped up all the time to go and sit down for 10 seconds and, and, and breathe pretty, if he can do it, I think we can. Yeah. And that's, that's the whole idea of this podcast is we, look at people who are elite in whatever field they're in yeah. and try and put it into our own dad game, I guess, which is our life. Yeah. So if he's taking timeouts, why can't we take, you know, timeouts in our life? And you look at a basketball timeout, they literally go for a minute, two minutes, yeah. but he can find time in there to yeah. do it, you know, and we've got a whole day where we can sort of try and pick and choose different timeouts too. Maybe we should set ourselves five timeouts a day. You get five in a game basketball or four, or whichever league you're playing in. So yeah. we could do something like that. Yeah. And it, it goes to show too that no doubt, you know, it wasn't, it's not about slowing down your performance to go and do your meditation and then amping up your performance again. I'm sure he's gone from a hundred miles an hour meditation back into a hundred miles an hour. You know, this is not, yeah. this is not rolling out a, a mat in a dark room. Although I will say that um, another basketballer just through my research, Steph Curry, um, has also been known to use like the sensory deprivation rooms. Now I don't have a couple of million dollars, mm-hmm. um, but you know, that that's somebody, you know, who's happy to probably get away from it all in such a, a spotlighted industry. He he's going and putting himself in these sensory deprivations to probably get the most out of his meditation as well. So, you know, yeah. lots of different ends of the spectrum um, that, that's funny that you people say. are using. It's funny you bring up some of those athletes because you know that obviously Dustin Martin's really big on this stuff and being a big Richmond fan, I um, have read a bit on what he does mm. and I, you know, I don't want to, don't quote me on this, but I know that when he worked with Emma Murray, they talked about having something that brought you back, your focus back. Mm. And there's so many, you know, game of AFL footy, there's so many variables that go on and it's a bit like what we do as parents. There's so many things that can happen. It can go from zero to a hundred that quickly. Yep but he has something or a word or a focus that he, that snaps his mind back to d- doing what he's doing at the time. Yep. So his mind doesn't wander. And it's a bit the same when you do meditate, you need something that when, once you realize your mind starts to wander, then you bring it back mm. to whatever you're trying to focus on. And that's why breathing so important because you can do it with that. Yeah. And it's, it's become so normalized now. And I, I think it just gives us like, we're probably the last generation you know, at our age in, in our, like getting after our mid thirties um, that, that unfortunately grew up in a period of time where mental health was still pitied upon or seen as a little bit of a weakness when we were younger. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've had experiences in, in the family and even with myself with some, you know, mental health challenges. So not suggesting that, you know, anyone was doing that in a negative way, but it, you know, there was a lot of pity or sadness or tiptoeing around mental health. But um, you said Dusty Martin before. So Bailey Smith, um, yep. you know, there's very, you'd hard pressed to find anyone right now who wouldn't know who Bailey Smith is. Yeah. Um, good footballer, young guy, you know, really sort of a, a good looking dude that's going to, um, you know, be really marketable. Yep. You know, he just, he, today, I think I read, he's the most followed AFL player ever. So more than yep. Buddy, more than Dusty now. 
I started and following it, him today. So yeah. I, I might have ticked it over. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Um, and and he's had a well-documented and really open and honest um, discussion around his mental health issues. And yeah. all it's actually really done is build his brand. And as we spoke about before, it, it it's almost, it's edging now into the strongest, coolest you know, if you acknowledge this sort of stuff now, and and uh, yeah. we're cr- we're creeping away from uh, the pausing, but it is uh, it, it's worth mentioning. Um, it's International uh, Mental Health Month this month, That's right. um, as well, and sort of just to talk a about that. But you know, it's no longer being acknowledged by pity or by worrying about the person. Um, he's a twenty-one-year-old you know, who people in the past would have thought, oh, what is, what has he got to worry about? You know, these sorts of sayings, his stresses are as real as yours and mine and yours and mine yeah. are as real as his, but it, it, it endears him now almost more. So to be honest and open and, and tell us the things he's doing to, to be, you know, as healthy as he can be mentally. Um, and, and for someone who's, you know, I look up to someone like that, even though he's 21 to say that, you know, you can be so real, you can just be real. And there will be people who, who love you for that. So it's pretty cool. Isn't it unbelievable that 15 years ago we were 21 and I wouldn't have even told like my best mate or my father or, you know, my family, if I was struggling with anything, which to be Mm. fair, I wasn't, I don't think I, I, it's really been a problem, especially back in those days, Yep. but we wouldn't talk about that especially not in a footy world or like a, you know, a sporting thing. Yeah, and as you, you said, you sort of look up to someone like that and go, Oh, I wish I could speak up like that, but you yeah. are right. We're right. At, I think we're sort of at the end of that now. Yeah. And, and you'd be encouraged in school. Like yeah. We are encouraged to teach that. And I, I do a lot of that with my kids. As I said, um, we do the belly breathing and the mindfulness, but also talking about it's okay to feel something, but you've yeah. got to acknowledge that and then yeah. you can move on and tell people. Yeah. Cause you'd be worried back then and you still worry now that if you told your boss or you told your um, friends that, that then straight away people would treat you differently. Um, yeah. Whereas now what's happening is it's being used as a real strength um, and it's being used as an ability to communicate. So yeah. if nothing else, it, it, it provides a therapeutic sort of process for the person who's going through it. So everybody else should just, acknowledge so rather than um doing you know do anything so um it's pretty awesome but as i said you know he is now the most followed so um to put it to you know to put that into perspective more people now will engage with him and his um dealing with these issues than anyone you know anyone ever before so uh if that's not enough to cause that sort of anxiety for people in the past um, you know, you'd be thinking, oh, why would he do that? Well, it's because yeah. clearly he's taking the moments to not let that stuff um, bother him. So it's pretty cool. Um, so there's, as we spoke about with the sporting, like you can look to these people, whether it's um, going as far as what Steph Curry needs to do, you know, to really switch off from the world completely, whether it's your timeouts or, mm. or whether it's just acknowledging it really publicly and owning it. Um, like what Bailey Smith has done. I think there's some pretty, pretty awesome um, three great people at their chosen sports too, by the way. So yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. No, good one. Hey, um, now I've got a moving on a little bit. I've got a couple of good feedbacks, uh, a bit of feedback this week about the 
people taking our dad hack from last week, taking off the shirt. Yeah. I know you yeah. sent me a photo this week. We should put that up on our socials, actually, if, if you have was... the shirt off. And I was going to do the same. I, I had my shirt off cooking spaghetti last night. I said, oh, I should, should message Dell or should put this up on the on the Instagram. Um, yeah, I had a few people saying, hey, I do the same thing or I've, I'm giving it a go now. So yeah. I think people are proudly wearing their oil burns. I'll, the I'll, um, I'll just say that my brother who, who listened to the listened to the podcast actually um i spoke to him and he, and he goes i don't actually do that you know i never really thought about that but it does suck when you get stains on your shirt but no nah, i don't really take my shirt off anyway <laughs> about an hour later he sends me a text message saying damn it i got cheese on my shirt <laughs> <laughs> i hope that stains forever <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah an oily cheese <laughs> you know what though we've probably single-handedly just dropped sales in aprons because yeah. i don't know like you remember when, i remember growing up our dads always wore aprons well it dawned on me during were, the week that we could just wear aprons. yeah it's but i don't own one no. are they like are they still a thing for men these days yeah it's the cook and all that sort yeah of and the the aprons with the fake boobs on them yeah um, yeah i i i reckon there'd be dads out there who have got aprons shoved somewhere in a drawer they got for father's day i'm sure of yeah, it i must have yeah. one around somewhere and yeah. i could wear an old art smock or something <laughs> smock. Um, yeah. yeah i was just gonna say have you, I, I, was, I was tried to think of a dad hack this week obviously i can't i didn't want to try and li- i couldn't really live up to the shirt off from last week one mine was really simple i sort of mentioned it earlier but i was just thinking um as I said it, like phone reminders are something that I almost live by now. Yeah. If someone says something to me in life, not just at work, but if it's, oh, you know, can you get up the milk? Can you pick up the milk? Or, you know, I need to get petrol today or something like that. I'll put it in my phone. I have about 35 phone reminders a day come up throughout the day. Mm. I've just got to get better at snoozing them um, and not snoozing <laughs> them. But the idea is that they come up and then you don't forget. So if, if it goes into my phone, I get it done. Yep. So I was thinking for people out there and the dads out there, especially who've got lots to do, Put something in your phone. Put a reminder in your phone. They probably all do it. But if they don't, it's funny how we say these things and then people go like your brother. Oh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So that, that was my one for the week. I don't know if you've got one, but if you got like, oh. we were talking the other day about dadisms and things like that too. Yeah. You know, the things that like your parents, your dad used to do and you're sort of like, yeah, well, I've just realized I caught myself. It, look, it probably was a couple of years ago, but only since the, this this podcast has come up, do I realize it. So, you know, at some point in my life, I've decided that it's okay now for me to yell out. So when anyone in from my immediate family is leaving a room, I will yell out, switch the light off, which <laughs> I don't think I ever did until all of a sudden I'm now a dad and, and it's what my dad would do. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm sure. And you sort of catch yourself. I was actually caught up with my old man for, for lunch a couple of days ago and, um, yeah, you do. You sort of catch yourself going, oh no, you know, I've now, I've now rolled over into him. And um, so I've sort of forgiven him for a lot of the things that used to frustrate me with him. Cause I don't think he could control it. He's yeah, just, no, well, I, I come, yeah, I, I do lots of things that and my wife says it all the time. She goes, oh, you're so your dad. Yeah. But you know, it's funny, like growing up, I used to think things that he did was, you know, maybe a little bit lame at times. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be like that. <laughs> but now I realize like my dad was a pretty good guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty like yeah. an awesome dad. Yeah. So I do those things. And I, I like to think that I turn out to be a pretty good kid and a pretty good adult. And yeah, I think it's sort of like a homage to your dad or to your parents. If you're doing what they did to you, it's going through the generations because it worked. Yeah. The the other one, and it's so annoying to everybody, and that's probably why I keep doing it. And my old man would do it too. Anytime I see a road sign, like so a sign you're driving along the road and you see a sign to a lookout. <laughs> 
you know, like a, a posting <laughs> to, I will always say, look out. And <laughs> every time that shouldn't be funny. No. And everyone in the car just goes, no, oh. like, it's just so yeah. stupid, but it, it has to happen. So um, yeah. if there's anybody expecting, if anybody listening to this podcast is expecting their first child. So just remember, you got to start yelling at people for leaving the room and leaving the light on, get that practiced. Yeah. And um, yeah, any stupid road sign jokes that you can, um, you know, if someone's already talking to you, you just say stop and they stop and you go, oh no, I was just reading the sign. And it's, um, <laughs> it's just a dad joke. It's funny you say that. We've had a few people um, just in passing, or I've had a few people say to me, you should do a dad joke segment. I'm like, well, that's obviously done on most podcasts, but maybe if people write into our socials or our emails and give yep. us a dad joke, we'll pick one or two and, and read a couple out and we can even credit the guys who send them to us or the girls. So yep. yeah, that's maybe something we should look towards doing in the future. Hey, um, we don't do it every week, but if you got any, we talked a few weeks ago about our recipes and that um, we might do some recommendations at times. If we're watching a good movie or reading a good book, have you got something for mm. me this week? You got a recipe or something about food? Yeah, it's not so much a recommendation. I, I just think, um, again, it's a little bit around this connection piece that we've spoken about the whole time too. So I've taken a bit to Instagram and taking photos just about every bloody meal I ever cook. Um, yeah. Generally, it's the same six people who like it and that's about it. But um, what it's done is just in our neighbourhood um, and, and a good listener of the show as well um, who, who has given us some feedback. So it's connected us as a bit of foodies. So, oh yeah, you like to cook. I didn't realize you like to cook, etc. And it, just recently I got a message um, from him saying, oh, you know, we've, we've made an extra bit of hummus. Would you like that? We'll bring it over, you know, sort of thing. And I just, um, you know, if there's an opportunity within your little networks, and I know it's a little bit harder with, with COVID, but if you've ever cooked too much or, or you're cooking something and you think, oh, we, I could cook a bit more of this, so it's actually really easy to reach out to somebody, a neighbor or a friend and say, would you like some? Or, hey, if I cook that again, you know, and and the power of Instagram, I suppose, is, has brought a, a, a bit of that together. So it was delicious, yep. by the way. We, we um, were eating it for, like, there was so much that we got brought over, but we, yeah, slammed it all. But I, um, it's just a great way also to, to try new things if, if you notice that that's happening in your community. So it's, uh, that was pretty cool. Sort of old school. Isn't yeah, it? like that's the best thing about sort of living in a house in a in a nice little neighborhood. Mm. It's actually the definition of happiness for me. Everyone's sharing food and bringing things around and borrowing yep. a cup of sugar from next door. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, we've we've only probably got a few minutes left of of this one uh, tonight. Um, just just back on the pausing uh, and probably setting up for for next week. There was a couple of other things um, to talk about. A saying that I've started with a few other people around is um, let's let's work to solutions and not through problems. Um, mm. And you can reverse that saying, let's not work through the problem. Let's work to a solution. It's a bit of positive affirmation for us, um, you know, to, to stop, to pause and say, okay, what are we working towards? Not just let's not get bogged down in the situation we're in um, and work through that issue um, another analogy would be you've got this uh, beautiful piece of concrete in front of you, a nice footpath that's something going to be easy to walk on, but you're, you're currently standing in a whole heap of mud. If all you were focused on was the mud, it's going to be really frustrating and hard to get out of. If you look up and see the concrete, if you look up and see the clear path and, and work towards that, 
um, yep. so much easier. And I know that that's another lesson that comes through a lot through the, through the armed forces and their training camps as well about, you know, pushing through to the, to the, to the goal as opposed yep. to getting bogged down in what you do. Um, and just Love with the, the pausing uh, as well, uh, another great website again that focused on some parenting stuff was it's called a bit of a mouthful, the signature, signature strength, mindful pause. And all that is, is, and this is what I'm, this is my challenge for this week um, in particular. So um, I'm going to do, I'm going to do the breathing, um, the belly breathing um, and try not to freak people out when they hear me just breathing heavily (laughs) near them. But when you're pausing, so when you're breathing, review the strengths that you have. So know what, you know, those top three or four things you do well. And, and as you're breathing, find out if those strengths are going to be what is required to solve this problem or to, to find that solution. Mm-hmm. And if you can't through your breathing exercises, think of someone who has that strength and reach out to them. Ah, right. Yep. So the That's signature cool. strength, mindful pause. Did I say pose before? Don't pose, uh, pause. Yeah, pause. Dude, um, we like posing in front of the mirrors yeah, and the, yeah, the, the windows. So yeah, but, <laughs> it's an ongoing theme. That's just the signature strength pose, but this is the mindful pause. Um, yeah, cool. So yeah, as you're working working towards that solution, uh, you have your breathing or you have your, your pause. Um, and then uh, you think about, do my strengths allow me to solve this problem? If not, who do I know that can help me here? Awesome. Yeah. So that's my challenge this week to to do that at least once and I'll get back to you. Well, I'll try. I want to do more belly breathing because I've only sort of just started this. Like I've done it. I've done it for a while, but it's funny how I said to you at the start, you know, breathe in and try and make your shoulders all big or do they go all big? And that's how I've been breathing for so long. I went to a speech pathologist not long ago in a bit of a lead up to doing this um, or going into this operation that I spoke about earlier. Yep. And she sort of said the same thing and she goes, Oh, breathe. And she goes, you just like breathe up the top there, like in your lungs and your shoulders. So I really need to try hard to focus on breathing through my belly yep. and in and out. And I suppose it's funny because you get those little dad bellies that we all sort of get. Yes. And I don't want to poke that out. <laughs> most of the time. I don't want to try to stand up and suck spend it the in. whole, you spend the whole day sucking it in. So yeah, I don't know if I've, <laughs> I've you know, rev- yeah, taught myself the completely wrong way to do something, but mm. It's just okay to let it out. Maybe just wear some more loose fitting shirts or something. And then just even, yeah, all the time, try and be mindful of the breathing because it helps yeah. you speaking too. And I'm in a job obviously where I have to speak a lot and it's just something I need to get better at. So I'm going to keep working on that. Yep. And I still have to find some time to do the meditation. So my mornings are sort of taken up with, with some dog walking and, and the alternate mornings are exercise, mm-hmm. but I'd love to fit in more meditation for myself yeah. somewhere and like you said just pausing and and putting on that mask first that comes down you know the oxygen mask first yeah before you help someone else so that's going to be my thing and yeah. I, I challenge other people out there listening to try and do that too so as we've set those challenges great opportunity mm-hmm. to remind uh the people about dad game podcast at outlook.com yep um and also our instagram uh so dm us please at dad game pod um, say that actually. But just, yeah, so did we get some email. stuff this this week? Yeah, we got a couple, and I thought I'd just read a few of them out. We um, are we trending one, yet or not quite? I uh, I don't know. Do you have to use the hashtag to trend? I'm not really yeah, sure. Mate, mate. Yeah, I don't know how. Maybe we, we might need a Twitter. Someone someone write in please and tell us how to how to trend because that yeah. might help us. Um, I got one here that says, "Hey guys, long time listener, first time emailer, 
enjoyed the first two apps. So he's been listening for ages. Yep. Keep it up. Big T, but in brackets, he's got no kids. So that's sort of cool. Like, I don't know. He obviously might have kids down the track. Is he or something, asking but... for some? Was it, was or, it like a question? Yeah. Like, no, I don't no, know. there's no question mark on it. There's no kids, no, no exclamation mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming Big T has no kids, but I sort of like that in the fact that, you know, we're, we're angling everything at dads, yeah. but obviously men in general and just, just parents or even just, just general citizens, because all of this stuff can be used for anything in life. It's just that we like talking about dad type stuff. So yeah. Pretty awesome. We got Big T listening to us there. I have to find out who that is. Yep. And we've got another one here from a guy called Michael that says he's written this in the morning, obviously. Morning, gentlemen. Really enjoyed the first two podcasts. It has been candid in nature, but relevant in content. Great. Keep it up. Great sentence, by the way. Read that. Yeah. It has been candid in nature and relevant in content. That That is our might, new tagline. I might tattoo that on my body <laughs> yeah, somewhere. So good. Get it in Latin. Candid in nature and relevant yeah. in content. A few things I got out of the podcast. One, celebrate the little wins and what went into achieving them. So that's awesome. He's listened yeah. to that and, and um, really acknowledged that. Yep. Number two, spend time reflecting on what you have completed on your to-do list, not just what you have to do, uh, what you have left on your list. Can't wait oh, for top episode of the class. three. Cheers, Michael. Maybe yep. we need him to write our things for us or yeah, he I can think. run our, our accounts because I couldn't say that better than he did. Yeah. Uh, and um, it's so good and it sort of really spurs us on to, to keep doing what we're doing for now and um, keep improving ourselves. But it's great to know that there's a couple of people um, – uh, with or, or without kids that are getting something yeah. out of what we're doing. Um, I know awesome. it, the growth I've felt like the, the, the feeling of the last few weeks for, for myself has just been really, really good too. So um, it's been great. Yeah. It's good to have, I, I like the idea of having a bit of a community. It's yep. just, you know, people writing in, people talking to us. It's not us. With, we got, we're not experts in any of this. We're literally just looking it up or learning it as we go. We're just sharing ideas that we've got. But I love hearing little things from other people, people connecting or typing, uh, typing in, writing in, saying, you know, those sorts of things like, oh, thanks for sharing that or I've got this idea. And that's sort of what we're trying to build, I think, just a bit of a community where people reach out, talk to each other, have a bit of a listen. And um, and we're just sort of more the voice of that mainly yep. and just getting it getting it out there. Hey, um, so what do you want to call next week? If we're, we're doing something about being present, being mindful, yeah. what do we want to call it? Or at least what do we want to challenge ourselves for next week then? Yeah, um, I think it's about for the episode. It's about what well, you know. I suppose the benefits of switching out of that pause or that mini meditation. So it's the yeah. it, what happens next um, uh, when you when you come out of that and and as we spoke about before, now it's the chance we get to go and help others with their um, oxygen mask. So we're yeah. now we're now our cup is full, so to speak. We're now ready to go. Um, what is it now that we can do? So it's it's being present. It's it's yeah. Um, it's it's back to dadding, I suppose. It's it, it is mm-hmm. it, it is what we're why it is actually the purpose for pausing. Um, next yeah. week, yeah. I'm so, looking forward to catching up and talking about that actually because I think that's one thing I'm still trying to balance mm. is, but you always yeah we'll talk about it more next week. But there's always something going on or something in the back of your mind or something you're trying to work towards that it's so easy to forget or yep. miss what you're doing right then and there. Yep. So yeah, that's cool. I like that. So as you mentioned, guys, um, hit us up at any of those socials or the emails, send us some ideas, send us some guest ideas, send us anyone you want to, you know, if you know of anyone that we'd like to talk to, or you think would be good for the show, let us know that. Um, as Dallas said on Instagram at dad game pod, uh, the email dad game podcast at outlook.com. 
And also if you're on Spotify, that's uh, one of the only ways we've got this uh, or one of the only mediums we've got this up on at the moment. Give it a follow, please. Feel free to share it on your Instagram, your Facebook. Um, we'd love to get this out to as many people as possible, especially lots of dads and, and anyone you think might be interested. You can copy the link, send it to them, say, hey, guys, or to your group chats or something like that. And uh, that'd, that'd be really, really cool for us if you guys could do something like that. We'd, we'd love to see a lot of followers or reviews on there too. So thanks to everyone who's doing that already. And yeah, I'd love to encourage people to do that a little bit more. Well, uh, thanks for another good chat, mate. And we'll um, touch base again soon. Can't wait to talk to you next week, mate. No worries. Thanks for listening.